the second adventure of siegfried the dragon slayer by anonymous this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by phil schempf of siegfried the swift how he grew up to be a hero and of his throwing the spear now king siegmund with his consort the beauteous sigelinda had a youthful son who was fair and strong and of a lofty spirit while an infant on his mother's lap his clear blue eyes glanced brightly as those of an eagle and whoever beheld him could at once perceive that in him the heroic spirit of his race existed and that his name would one day be mentioned with honour he was quick as lightning in all his actions whence they named him siegfried the swift from his childhood he was carefully instructed by the heroes at the round iron table of his sire in all the duties of a hero yet he scarcely required this care for his own courage impelled him from the earliest dawn of day to practise every kind of weapon and endure the hardest toils in the evening he listened with eager curiosity while the old heroes grown grey in fights recounted the adventures that had befallen them in their wanderings in foreign lands or while they extolled the great names and deeds of ancient times and taught him maxims befitting a noble and high-minded hero from his earliest childhood his daring courage spoke forth in all his language and discourse siegfried had once gone into the forest accompanied by one of his venerable tutors in song and war and two young companions to hew some trees for the handles of their spears as evening drew on the aged man seated himself on a high rock whence he could survey the country round with its dark forests its green meadows and the golden fields of corn he took one boy after another in turn upon his knee held him firmly before him and looked at him sternly as if about to throw him over the precipice the two other lads trembled at his angry look as at a gleam of lightning but siegfried gazed on him with a fearless smile and open eye like a young falcon when looking for the first time at the sun the old man set him down and was pleased for he felt that the blood of the ancient heroes flowed in the boy's veins and that he would one day in like manner look with a steady eye upon the flaming swords when they should gleam around him one of the boys looked at the goats that grazed near them the other looked up at the wild fruits of the forest but siegfried remained seated on the old warrior's knee playing with the handle of the hero's sword which his young hands could scarcely lift then said one of the boys as he looked at the wild landscape before him now if i had anything to wish for it should be that all the valley of the rhine from the lofty mountains in the south to the sea in the north were one large field of grain and that i had in every part my farmyards and granaries and barns so that no king might be richer than i and i said the other boy would wish that the whole vale beneath us were one vast meadow and that my herds horses oxen and cows were grazing on it in such numbers that no one could count them from morning to night siegfried listened but was silent until the old man asked him what his wish would be i should wish for a good sharp sword like thine exclaimed siegfried boldly and i would brandish it like a king upon this high rock and if foes and giants and dragons should come 
i would smite them with the sword that not one should return home and so many brave and noble heroes should stand by me that all your granaries and herds should not suffice us when we partook our meal together and i would go forth with them and free every country from east to west of monsters and oppressors of every kind thus spoke siegfried and the old man smiled approvingly for he bethought him that the boy had spoken well when he returned home the young king's son could not sleep for thinking how he should one day be a renowned hero like his forefathers who had worn the crown with honour and had done mighty and valiant deeds so that their fame was extolled throughout all lands from the rising to the setting of the sun siegfried's masters in warlike exercises took increasing pleasure in the lad whose eye was keen as his arm was strong and his feelings noble none could shoot the eagle as he soared high in the air like him nor spear the mighty boar with so sure a stroke yet all were fond of him for he excelled them all no less in magnanimity and gentleness than in strength of arm if in their exercises he overthrew one of his companions he was himself the first to help him up again and comfort him so that no one envied him for none was so generous and noble-hearted as he thus the young hero grew up and prospered and could soon wield his falchion better even than his instructors no wild beast was there in the woods around that he would have shrunk from attacking and no hero drank from the cup of king siegmund to whom he would have yielded in fight although he was as yet but a mere stripling now it happened that he was one evening amusing himself in a meadow on the banks of the rhine in front of his father's castle with some of his young companions in wrestling racing throwing the spear and other martial games there was not however one who could throw his spear so swiftly but that siegfried could run after it catch it in its flight and bring it back to its owner there was one alone among them who at all approached him in speed to him he said hark ye my friend i will dart my spear into yonder oak and before thy hand has touched the spear either in the air or in the tree i will have drained my drinking horn to thy health if i succeed thy noble falcon shall be mine if thou winnest thy prize shall be my drinking-horn all who heard this deemed it a foolish offer for the drinking-horn was of ivory richly adorned with gold and silver and with ancient stories skilfully depicted on it ten noble falcons would not have matched its worth surely thought they all he has quaffed his last draught out of that drinking-horn the oaks in yon meadow are not far off and the other lad will have brought the spear ere he shall have put the horn to his lips the other lad thought so likewise and gladly prepared for the trial siegfried now filled his horn while all around stood anxiously watching him with one hand he swept the fair curls from his brow with the other he poised his spear as if aiming at the nearest oak in the meadow near him stood the runner while around him his companions watched his motions as he bent backwards and forwards to balance the spear all full of curiosity to see how the affair would end siegfried now drew back and with a mighty effort hurled the spear smiling as he threw it the spear flew whistling across the broad rhine 
and pierced deep into a distant oak on the opposite side his competitor had already set off running towards the oaks on the meadow he thought he was in advance of the spear but turning round he saw all his companions laughing and pointing to the distant oak instantly he sprang into the river and swam straight as an arrow to where the spear had flown siegfried smiling emptied his richly ornamented horn to the success of the swimmer and bade his comrades to do the like they drank and exclaimed hail to young siegfried since the days of the heroes of old no spear has been better thrown in the lands of germany and long will it be remembered from north to south presently the swimmer returned with the spear took his falcon and offered it to siegfried as his prize but siegfried presented to him the full drinking horn saying scarcely along the whole course of the rhine could a swimmer be found to excel thee but thou hast tasted water enough so refresh thee from the horn after he had drank siegfried placed the falcon on his own arm playfully put the gold band of his horn in its beak took the hood from his eyes and let him loose the falcon flew with the horn into the blue sky wheeling round and round as if seeking his prey he floated with outstretched and almost motionless wings over the Königsberg. then said siegfried smiling call thy falcon off or he will pounce upon my mother's white doves on the castle roof and then he will never dare come into her sight again his companion did so and at his whistle the falcon descended straight down and settled on the shoulder of his former master but siegfried said see the faithful creature will not acknowledge me as his rightful master he thinks i have won the wager wrongfully and he has therefore brought the drinking horn as the prize which of right belongs to thee his decision shall prevail keep the horn and when in the social banquet thou drinkest from it thou and thy race to all futurity shall think of me and of my casting the spear so spake siegfried and all who heard him were well pleased with his speech and said to one another he has thrown the spear like a hero and spoken as became a king's son end of the second adventure